We all know that the world of banking and crypto and regulation is going kind of haywire right now. And if you didn't know, we've had a number of bank failures and crypto has had a number of bankruptcies and <clears throat> and we're still trying to figure out and like make sense what's going on. So today I'm going to talk about the um the one of the banks that has gone kaput, Signature Bank. And remember, the only three banks so far, I mean, First Republic, I have to look into, but you know, Signature, Silver, Silicon Valley Bank, and Silicon Valley Bank, and um, what was the other? Signature, Silicon Valley, and Silvergate Bank. They are all the crypto-friendly banks, and they're the first ones to go under. Is that a coincidence? Or is that part of the marginalizing and fragile, fragilizing of the crypto industry? I don't know. Tell me what you think. It feels like the latter. However, if more small banks continue to fold, then I would have to revise that entire kind of concept. Uh, okay, so... There, we also have the Voyager bankruptcy. There's been some action there. And that Voyager bankruptcy stuff kind of pours over into some Binance stuff. You know, Binance is Binance a and they're either an, an agent of. OK, let me just put this out there. It is possible that the concerns that the U.S. senators are raising, and I'll get to this in a second, about Binance, CZ and Binance is is legitimate now the other other reality is binance might be a beacon for decentralization and the refusal to call anywhere a home on land and you know binance is kind of doing a interesting job and kind of like a seems to be pretty successful at um, saying that their uh, their existence is in the ether, no pun intended. But like, you know, if they're jumping around, they're moving their headquarters around. They're trying to get gobble up licenses uh, all over the world, you know, so they can operate in the world. They don't want to be subject to one nation's laws. So if they keep moving around, I guess perhaps that's how they handle it. So or. Or there's some really scary stuff happening uh, with Binance. It could be that there's another FTX moment going on. Or it could be something even more scary, which I know a lot of people don't like to hear this, but I'm going to say it anyway. The Chinese government has police stations all over the world. Yes, you heard me, police stations. And um, if you do not believe me, you should go ahead and look it up because... Uh, that's real. You know, Chinese are sending <clears throat> police <clears throat> to blackmail and or kidnap uh, Chinese dissidents uh, all over the world, bringing them back to China, getting them to fold under the pressure and be an agent for the Chinese government. You know, CZ maintains that he's Canadian, even though he was born in China, but he moved to Canada at 14. So maybe there's nothing there. But, you know, all these are legitimate concerns. And if you wipe something off as, as some sort of discrimination or conspiracy theory, and um, then there will be people standing, you know, at the end of that, at the end of this whole thing saying, I told you so, if any of that comes to light. So there's good reason to be weary about Binance, but Binance could also be the 
the the exact company that we need to bring about some of the realities or some of the the goals of cryptocurrency and that means not being not having to conform or submit to archaic rules that just support the most elite in the world and that is all comes down to banking and if you think it's any different then i think you're i i think i want to hear from you uh i i have not heard an argument that i agree with yet however i do want to hear from you so please let me know leave a comment below all right let's jump right in i'm going to share my screen i'm going to go over a few things here so let me just do that one second if you're listening on podcasts, you can use the links below to do your own research. I pulled up an article titled FDIC Sells Signature Bank's Deposits to Flagstar Excludes $4 Billion in Crypto by Christian Encilla. All right, so I'm going to just jump down. I'm going to read a couple paragraphs and I'll tell you how I interpret them. And some of this stuff will connect together and some of it will just be information that I think is important to know. Okay, the FDIC has announced in a statement Sunday that Signature Bank, now known as Signature Bridge Bank, will transfer its non-crypto deposits to Flagstar Bank, a subsidiary of New York Community Bank Corp, effective Monday. A notable point to highlight is that Flagstar Bank's acquisition deal did not cover the roughly $4 billion worth of cryptocurrency deposits held by Signature Bank. Instead, the FDIC has, has assured that customers who hold a digital bank banking account will have their deposits transferred directly to them. Meanwhile, depositors of Signature Bridge Bank, with the exception of those linked to the digital banking business, will seamlessly be integrated as depositors of Flagstar with FDIC insurance covering their accounts up to the insured limit. If you remember, I think it was the last episode or the episode before that, I, I told you that the FDIC is uh, just kind of doing, kind of continuing on this whole idea of... Uh, of you know anti-crypto uh banking narrative it's it's it continues to support this concept that crypto is under attack from the government and uh, by saying that we want to sell these banks but you can't have the crypto and then i they i if i remember correctly they retracted that statement but still couldn't get buyers of these assets so now it looks like they ended up getting their wish that they were able to you know, move this bank, uh, to move this bank over and just kind of cut out crypto from it. And then they're saying, oh, we're going to give you the crypto directly. I mean, imagine the administrative nightmare for transferring all the crypto directly. And like, who's going to be transferring this stuff? Is Maybe it's Voyager employees because it sure as heck don't trust the government to do a good job. I mean, because, you know, once you send crypto, if you type in the wrong address or something, then you lose it all. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, there'll be Flagstar Bank will be taking over 38 billion in non-crypto deposits and 12 billion in loans. However, four billion dollars worth of digital assets were not included in the deal, which makes up four and a half percent signature banks total. So it's a relatively small percent. I don't know why they didn't want it. Maybe more stuff will come out later. Or maybe they, maybe FDIC found their partner to continue to fragilize and marginalize crypto. 
Let me know what you think. Leave a comment below and I'm moving on. Okay, Voyager's bankruptcy deal. This is um, by on CoinGeek and it's titled Judges Voyager Ruling Pushing U.S. Authorities to Act Against Binance by Stephen Stradbrook. So I'm going to read a few things here and then explain the U.S. judge allowing Binance U.S. to acquire Voyager's digital's Assets may be pushing federal authorities to accelerate criminal and civil actions against the international Binance. And then I'm going to skip down here and I'm going to read you a few things, okay? So this is like a few paragraphs. I really think it's important that you hear them all. So I'll do my best to like not speak too fast. All right. And there we go. Okay. Critics have noted that Binance.us is acquiring a highly valuable customer database in exchange for the $20 million that it's adding to the value of the deal. Binance.us is evidently hoping that Voyager customers won't immediately seek the withdrawal of their assets, but will continue to let them roll in its crypto casino. That's an interesting, uh, <clears throat> interesting take. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this person doesn't like Binance. <laughs> Fears are high that this his database will end up in the hands of Binance.com, particularly given that the deluge of evidence that Binance.com is in full control of Binance.us, despite facile claims to the contrary. Okay, so this kind of sounds like TikTok. <laughs> All you idiots up there using TikTok that don't think that the Chinese government is manipulating your feed to spread misinformation and uh, to manipulate you to seeing the type of stuff they want you to see, uh, then I think you're an idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, um, I, we use it for business, uh, but that's just because uh, there's a bunch of idiots on there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, I'm going to keep going. But, yeah, I mean, Binance US is controlled by Binance.com, just like TikTok US is controlled by TikTok.com. Okay, I'm moving on. I regress. I digress. Sorry. <laughs> The recent collapse of California's Silvergate Bank revealed that over a three-month period in 2021, the international site withdrew over $400 million from bank accounts ostensibly under Binance.us control and transferred the funds to a company controlled by Binance.com founder, CZ. Earlier this month, when the federal authorities' objection, authorities objections to the Voyager deal was made public, CZ responded by tweeting, maybe we should pull out? Question mark. Seems even CZ has difficulty sticking to the story that Binance.us is an independent entity that only licenses the Binance brand and technology, which should mean that we had nothing to do with the deal. Uh, duh. <laughs> Sorry. I I don't know why people just sleep on China. I mean, it's so fucking crazy. Okay, Judge Wiles may have allowed the Voyager deal to proceed, but he's also left the DOJ and SEC with few remaining options. If the feds truly want to stop this deal in its track tracks, it seems they will have to end their internal data, sorry, internal debates about timing and drop indictments against Binance CZ and the whole Binance criminal crypto enterprise. So this is clearly written by somebody who maybe dislikes Binance. You know, I'm just skeptical. I don't trust them. And I don't trust anybody that's that big controlled by one kind of person uh, because that's not supposed to be crypto, by the way. You know, we're not, you don't have Vitalik Buterin asking us to trust him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying. Okay. 
All right, let me know what you think. I think this is really interesting. Basically, uh, it goes on to talk a lot more about a lot of other things, about how the Senate feels and a bunch of the guy, the author does a really good job kind of pointing out some of the ridiculous stuff about Binance. Um, however, Binance could also just be acting the way they're acting because in order to get crypto's reality to be realized, you have to be able to defy the rules of the land because we're in the internet now. And I know that you can make an argument for why, you know, rules of the land can govern the internet, but it's getting harder and harder and more unrealistic. It's like, you know, a joint, it does, I don't agree with a new world order, but it does kind of sound like, you know, at some point there's going to be that if you want to be able to stop something like this or crypto just proliferates the world. And uh, we have an entirely new financial system. I don't know. That's still going to need regulation. So, um, I don't know. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment below. I'm not 100% sure about this, but I sure as hell don't trust Binance. All right, moving on. Uh, U.S. judge refuses to delay the Voyager Binance sale during DOJ appeals. So really quick, uh, Voyager and Binance, Binance is bailing out Voyager. Uh, they're buying them and you're supposed to get like, I think, 40 cents on the dollar and into a Binance account. And then you can immediately withdraw that money. Um. So the SEC steps in and the DOJ steps in saying, no, you can't do that. And they're like, well, why? They're like, well, because the, the some of the stuff on Voyager is the VGX token. And you're like, well, what are you trying to stop? You know, deposit, stop customers, the U U.S. citizens from getting their money back because you don't like the fact that there was like a sale of, uh, of a, I don't know. I So this is ridiculous in my opinion. The DOJ is like, well, Binance and and CZ, they're criminals, you know, let's, let's stop that, this from happening. And then it's like, and the judge is like, oh my, this is by Dietrich Noth on Reuters. And it's, um, and I'm going to read a couple paragraphs here. Uh, March 16th, the U.S. bankruptcy judge declined to delay the $1.3 billion sale of crypto lender Voyager Bi Digital to Binance.us, saying, Voyager customers should not be forced to wait out a challenge by the Department of Justice that is unlikely to succeed the government can step in at any time if it believes illegal transactions are happening but has not presented any evidence that voyager's crypto transactions are illegal the u.s attorney's office for the southern district of new york and the u.s uh and the office of the u.s trustee the justice department's bankruptcy watchdog both filed appeals last week they argued that the protections could rubber stamp crypto transactions that might be made be illegal under u.s securities laws Okay, so now the next thing I think is important, this kind of like wraps size it all up. So if the DOJ and the SEC is coming out being like, oh, wait, no, stop this thing. We don't like Binance. And you know, DOJ is like, we don't like Binance. We don't like CZ. And the SEC is like, well, we don't like crypto at all. So like, let's try to stop this and like stick it to the U.S. citizens who are waiting to get their money back. And uh, And then they're like, and then it's like, the DOJ is making the argument that I was saying I'm weary about, you know, you can't trust Binance and you know, maybe there's some criminal stuff and some shady stuff or, or worse going on. And, um, but the reality is the reality is that that just makes me think more that maybe, maybe there's something more to this. Like this whole, this whole coordinated attack on crypto to me makes a lot more sense when you start reading in the details it's like be careful don't pay too close attention to crypto news because you might 
end up realizing there is a conspiracy in hand and you'll be called conspiracy theorists. All right. Last and not last but not least, this is an article written by Okio David titled Ripple Sites Voyager Bankruptcy Case Decision and Latest Letter to Judge Torres. This is on the cryptobasic.com. Uh, all right, let me just scroll down here. There's a couple things I want to read to you. Uh, where is it? Okay. So basically, if you don't know, the Ripple lawsuit has been going on uh, for over two years now. XR Ripple created the XRP token. The SEC came seven years later, right before the statute of limitations ended, and filed a lawsuit claiming that the sale of XRP was a security. Well, it's a much bigger question than whether or not Ripple Labs sold XRP token as if they were selling stock to get you to like make money so that they can build their business. It's much more than that because something in the thing about crypto more so in, and maybe exclusively to crypto uh, compared to other financial products is that crypto can start off as a security and become a commodity because, you know, the initial sale could have been, uh, the people are buying it for an expectation of profit uh, based on the success of Ripple Labs. But once it's sold in the secondary market, that's the big question. Because if Rip XRP itself is a security, then we're in a lot of we're in big trouble. But if XRP was a security, Ripple Labs has to pay a fine. As long as XRP is not currently anymore a security because it's being used as cash on the Ripple on the XRP ledger. So this is huge, okay? And this is going to be the first big case that's going to have ramifications in the entire space, potentially. So we want to make sure that we we follow this and what's going on. Well, in light of what's happening with, you know, the with everyone going after Binance, and like the DOJ going after Binance and CZ and the SEC trying to shut down crypto and the... And, these people kind of saying, oh, wait, no, stop. You can't do that. And the judge is like, why? All right. And the judge is like, why can't we stop this? And well, they're like, well, because we're not, we think that it's a, it's a, the, it's a security. X, Boyd, VGX token is a security. And the DOJ is like, oh, we think that there's criminal charges to be brought. Now check this out. As highlighted by Hogan and Hogan partner, attorney Jeremy Hogan, the judge used abnormally strong language to point out that regulators themselves had failed to come up with a metric to decide which crypto qualifies as security, even though cryptocurrencies and exchanges have been allowed to operate for years. According to Hogan, this speaks directly to a lack of fair notice. So there's a rule that says that the government has to give a company fair notice before they can bring an enforcement action. And uh, they can't just like make up the rules and then say, oh, you broke the rules. And it's like, well, wait a minute. I didn't even know what the rules. I didn't even have time to like adjust my business practices once you made this rule. Um, so and it goes on to say Ripple finally filed the bankruptcy, the Voyager bankruptcy judge's decision. The judge used. OK, so basically Ripple. Oh, shoot. Ripple came out and was like, hey. Uh, you see this Voyager, you see this judge in this Voyager case saying, no, the SEC doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. They can't even clearly articulate what a security is. So why would I stop this? Well, guess what? That is that is more ammunition for Ripple to say, hey, look what happened in this Voyager case. This judge gets it that the SEC doesn't know what that 
they're talking about. They don't, they're just coming after crypto because they don't like it, you know? So this is massive news. I think this is amazing news. And just so you know, I did not recommend you go out and do anything. This was literally the news. But just in case none of this was financial advice, you can use the links below to do your research. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think about this. I think that this is really interesting. I'm still a little worried about the future of crypto in the near term. But in the medium to long term, I am not worried. I am probably going to, you know, once if Bitcoin dunks again, I'll probably be buy more. Uh, if Bitcoin continues to go on a tan, tan uh, like a tear, then I'm going to probably sell and take some profits um, because I do not think this is a bull run. Uh, however, if more banks fail, then I might have to adjust that thought because I do think that the constant failure of banks is like the best advertisement for Bitcoin specifically. Other cryptocurrency relies on like, like evolution of Web3, but you know, really, in my opinion, Bitcoin is the only one that makes sense in a banking crisis. Let me know what you think. Leave it in the comment below. Have a good day and hot along.